Imagine that you're a senior in high school once again, and you're about to make one of the most important decisions of your life, where you're going to go to college. How did you get here? What schools are you choosing between? Was it stressful? Exciting? Turns out that everyone has probably a different answer when it comes to these questions. And that's what I'm here to talk about today, the search for the perfect college experience. I'll be speaking with students of diverse backgrounds, from out-of-state students to international students to transfer students like me, to see just how different our experiences were for all coming to the same place, Baker University. I'll begin with an interview with my roommate, Carolina Porto. She is a freshman this year, and she comes from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Ever since I found out that I was going to have an international student as my roommate, I thought to myself, how on earth did someone from Brazil find such a small school in Kansas like Baker? All right, so I'm speaking with Carolina Porto from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and we're going to talk about college in Brazil and how she came to the United States. So, Carol, how do you apply for college in Brazil? So... In Brazil, it works different. We start the year in January and finish in December. We have a break, holiday break, in July and in December also, Christmas break. And when we apply, we apply the last year in in high school, sorry. We have just three years in, in high school, so it works different from here. So basically, we apply in July to the exams. And yeah. Yeah. And so um, what are the exams like? Do you take one? Do you take several? So, yeah, it's different from here in America, like, depends on your majors. So, if you want to be a doctor, for example, we have to do the doctor exam, the medicine exam. And, yeah. Do you you have to take different exams to get into different schools? Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know how to explain because it's really difficult, but, I mean, okay, I'll try. So, there are public and private schools. So, if you want to go to a public school, you have to... We have to do ending, which is an exam, and two days exam, ninety question each each day in essay. It's pretty difficult. Okay. <laughs> I I did it. I did it in my senior year. We don't call senior year because there's no four years, but right, that's okay. my last year, and of high school, and it's pretty difficult. And what else? Oh, in private schools, you have to, for example. There's one school called Unicampi. If you have, if you wanna go to Unicampi, you have to do the, the exam from Unicampi. Okay. So, so each, school each school has its own exam. Yeah, that's it. And that's then it. there's one kind of overall general test mm. that you have to take. Yes. If you want to study in a public high school, uh, sorry, in a public college, you have to apply for. Uh, you have to do a name. A name, which is the name of the test. Yes. Okay. Um. So. With that in mind, what is college like in Brazil, and how is it different from the United States? So, college in Brazil, first of all, there's no sports. So, in universities, you cannot play. get a scholarship. Yeah, yeah you okay. cannot get a scholarship, and you cannot be an athlete like athletics. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And what else? Oh, it's very different from here in America. Like in Brazil, college, you just go to classes. So. Basically, in campus, there's just classrooms and auditoriums in the cafeteria. Basically, that. No dorms? No dorms, no. So you, you don't live on campus? No, no. Okay. You live outside campus. It's impossible to live in campus because there are Interesting. no dorms. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what about your major? 
How does that work? So, like, say wanna, I want to change my okay, major. Okay, if you want to change major, you have to apply for another, it's called vestibular, the auto exams, like, and then if you want to change majors, you have to, like, apply to another school, or maybe if you want to do, like, in the same school, but if you don't like your major, probably you're going to switch schools. schools. Wow, yeah. okay. For example, I am doing Unicamp, I'm doing medicine first year. And okay. I finished the first year, I'm like, oh, I don't like it. So if I want to change to another one, which is called Puki, if I want to change to Puki, it's another co college, I have to do the exam from Puki, which is a private one. When it comes, it's uh, public. Okay. If I, I have to do the exam from Puki, and then I have to be a freshman again. So just to recap, if you wanted to change your major in Brazil, it's not like here where you can just change it and keep going. You'd actually possibly have to switch schools and you'd have to start all over as freshman. All over. So wow. I have to study before the exam for book. You have to you have like, to study for the exam for that school. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's very different. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing that is similar is is that we have four years. Depends. Medicine it's five, but all of them are four years. Okay. So why did you want to come to the United States? So my experience is that I played tennis since I was eight years old. So my dream is to do college in the United States mm -hmm. because then here I can play tennis and study at the same time and also get a scholarship. So yeah, yeah. That's amazing for me. And so how did you hear about Baker from Brazil? <laughs> mm -hmm. So to do this exchange, can I call this exchange? Yeah, yeah. Um, I closed with a company in Brazil and they helped me to do that. And that, that company knows my coach here in, at Baker. Okay. So my coach is called uh, Keith Pipkin, mm -hmm. and this company knows my coach. So to apply, I had to do a video playing tennis because <laughs> I couldn't do the tours and everything. Okay, yeah. So I had to do a video playing tennis and also two exams, SAT and TOEFL. TOEFL, it's English exam. Okay. So I was accepted. Accepted, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. Thank you. Carol is such an outgoing student. She's on the tennis team, like she said. She's also um, in a sorority, which I actually convinced her to try recruitment. She didn't even know what it was before coming to Baker, and she absolutely loves her house, Tri-Delta. It's kind of crazy for me to think that she found her home away from home thousands of miles away from where she's lived all her life. Next, we'll be listening to someone I actually met through recruitment at Baker. She was just recently elected as the house president for Tri-Delta, and she is one of the funniest, most outgoing people I know at this school, and I really consider myself lucky meeting her. If you've ever met Lily Summer-Stevens, you will understand what I mean. <laughs> I asked Lily to send me a recording of her talking about her college search experience, not only because she's, well, she's very eloquent at speaking and is just an interesting person in general, but she actually is from Seattle, Washington, which is also very far from Kansas. And I think it's common knowledge that most of the students here are from Kansas other than being international students. So I kind of wanted to share her story with you about how she came across Baker and how it has become her home as well. I started my college search when I was um, a senior in high school, and I really didn't know exactly where I wanted to go. I was just kind of going to go to a state school and 
call it good. Um, but then my parents were like, hey, you should visit Baker. Because um, both my parents went to Baker. They never really talked about it a lot when I was growing up. I just knew that they like went to a cool school and that's where they met. But um, my dad was like, hey, I set up a visit for you. Um, and kind of asked them um, what it would look like as far as scholarships go and stuff. So I think you should really visit. And I was like, okay. But I was really rebellious at first and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to move to Kansas. Um, but I came and I really enjoyed that atmosphere and the community aspect of everything. Um, and as a, an out-of-state student, um, that was really important to me because I wanted kind of a family atmosphere, somewhere where I could feel comfortable and at home. Um, and Baker offered that. Um, and through my theater and music audition, um, that was a really unique experience compared to other universities that I had auditioned at. Um, which the state school that I was planning on going to, Western Washington University, their audition process was pretty intimidating. Um, there were a lot of students there auditioning that day, and there were just two professors, and um, you like didn't get to finish your song and all this stuff. So it was pretty crazy um, <laughs> compared to the Baker experience, which is so much more relaxed and personal. Um, and the whole faculty and staff is there. I think there were like six or seven people at my audition, which was really exciting. Um, and then I came to BU Preview, which isn't a thing anymore. Um, but when it was, um, I was a senior in high school. And so I got to come and spend the night in a sorority. And that's a big reason that I didn't think I wanted to go to Baker was because Baker has Greek life. Um, and obviously <laughs> that has turned out differently for me. And I um, I did join a house and have really, really loved my time um, being in the Greek community and being a part of the Greek community at Baker. So I, uh, yeah, college search was weird, but I'm so glad it ended up the way that it did. And I ended up kind of spreading my wings and experiencing um, something new and something different and not sticking with what I originally thought. I was really stuck in a little like my own bubble um, and be having the opportunity to come here and be a part of this cool community and this cool um, learning environment has been really beneficial for me and I think I've just been able to grow more um, and uh, become a different person than I would be if I went to that larger state school. So again, that was Lily Summer Stevens talking about her experiences of looking for colleges. I thought it was especially interesting how she included her audition processes because scholarships are a big factor in applying and choosing schools. And I can definitely see why a, um, an intimidating audition process would definitely be a turnoff for a school. I think that is something that is a big selling point for Baker is that, um, very intimate vibe that they give off. The next recording I'll be sharing with you is actually from someone who does not currently go to Baker. I asked this person whom um, was a very close friend of mine in high school to share his experience about applying to schools because his is very unique, I, I believe. I feel that most people who go to Baker um, did not have a similar experience as he did because he applied to, I believe, over 20 different schools. And not just any schools, we're talking Ivy Leagues. Um, his name is Benjamin Zhang, and he currently goes to the University of Pennsylvania, the Ivy League in Philadelphia. 
when you listen to his approach, it's not so much a journey of finding that sense of home that Lily described. Instead, his search has a lot to do with his ambitions and choosing the best school to help accommodate his future plans and to prepare him for a successful future. I had a relatively open approach when it came to college, which led me to applying to a large number of schools. Um, my college search can be defined as more time-consuming than anything in that regards, and I would say I grouped my selection of colleges into three distinct categories during the application process. So safety school, schools I was sure I would be admitted to, such as the University of Kansas, the University of Texas in Dallas. Um, target schools, schools that I felt confident about being admitted to, such as Davidson College, Carlos School of Mines, um, Berkeley, and REACH schools, schools that I thought would be decided by the luck of the draw, such as the Ivy League, Stanford, Duke, etc. And in each school, I looked primarily for academic opportunity in terms of academic flexibility, quality of faculty, quality of department, and research opportunities. And I also looked for optimal size. I didn't want to be at a school that was too large. Um, I looked for location. Ideally, I wanted to get out of Kansas and into unfamiliar territory, although this wasn't at the top of my priority list in any means. And naturally, prestige was definitely in the back of my mind throughout the application process, and the Ivy League seemed to be lucrative and something that I dreamed of in high school, and that was more of a personal goal that I set for myself. I also applied to several schools that offered generous financial and scholarship packages, such as Colorado College, Davidson College, and as mentioned above, the University of Texas at Dallas. So I ended up applying to about 20 schools. I applied to schools primarily through the Common Application, which is a platform that consolidates the broader application process into one general application that you send to all of the schools. So after finishing the general Common App, which includes a broad essay question, letters of rec, test scores, transcript, etc., I started doing a lot of research on each individual school that I wanted to apply to to try and write convincing and applicable essays. Um, I would try to mention specific and unique programs that were offered at the school, and I tried to emphasize my ability to fit and succeed at a particular institution. I recognized that each school has a culture and a style, and I would try to cater my application to that style of campus. In addition to each school's specific application questions, I also began to work on scholarship essays for various schools, keeping in mind the purpose of the scholarship, how I could use it to pursue my academic interests, and all in all, why I would be the right candidate to receive it. So in short, my application process was tedious, arduous, and honestly, rather painful. And many of the applications had a hard deadline of January 1st, which made my winter break of 2016 particularly stressful. Between January and March, I heard back from schools such as Yale, the University of Pennsylvania, Davidson College, Dartmouth, and Duke to conduct short and informal interviews that would contribute to my admissions decisions. And these interviews were casual and were my chance to make a more personal impression on the respective institution. And interviewers who are alumni of the school asked why I wanted to attend the school, what my passions were, and how I would contribute to the overall campus environment. And then the wait began. I began receiving most of my decisions in February and March, 
and this period was filled with emotion, self-doubt, dread, and success. I was inevitably rejected and waitlisted at numerous schools, and the feeling of rejection definitely hurt. But with rejection also comes exception. So I was very fortunate to be accepted to several great institutions. And then it was finally time to pick a school. <laughs> By mid-April, I had narrowed my choices to between the University of California, Berkeley, University of Pennsylvania, and Dartmouth College. Um, I soon eliminated Berkeley because of the sheer size of the school, and I had already visited Penn my junior year in high school, so a visit to Dartmouth was on the agenda. Um, on May 1st, I picked the University of Pennsylvania for a number of reasons. First, because of its interdisciplinary nature of study, Penn's offering of countless double degree programs and cross-school flexibility was very attractive. As a student enrolled in the College of Arts and Sciences, nothing was stopping me from pursuing degrees and taking classes from the School of Engineering or the Wharton School of Business. Its location in the city of Philadelphia was also a considerable reason. Philly's history, diversity, and culture was a major drawing factor. And the fact that Philly is a large city creates professional opportunities in the form of internships, conferences, and volunteering. So there have been ups and downs here at Penn, but I can't say it hasn't been rewarding. I've learned a lot and can't wait to see what's in store for the future. I remember my senior year of high school and feeling kind of bad for Benji, <laughs> honestly. It seemed like his college search process went a little bit overboard. And for me, I had only applied to eight schools and I thought that that was plenty. But for him, it was kind of like his entire life had led up to this moment. And that everything his parents had done to raise him had led up to this point where he gets accepted into a big name school. And I cannot say that I'm exactly envious of him, but he achieved what he wanted and I'm really happy for him. And I just can't say that it's the same for what a lot of other people would want. What about those students who change their mind about the school they're attending and transfer to another one? For some people, it's not a big deal. And I know at Baker, there are a lot of students here who did transfer from community colleges to finish their last two years. But there are other kinds of transfer students, those who just didn't find the place they belonged in the school that they initially chose. Turns out that I'm one of those students. If you would have told me my senior year of high school that I would be a transfer student after my freshman year, I wouldn't have believed you. For me, there was always this stigma about transferring from schools. This idea that you couldn't make it at your first school. My brother transferred from KU to K-State after his freshman year when he didn't get into a fraternity. I thought this was kind of a silly reason. And I didn't understand just how important it is to find your group. Because when you're far from your family and friends, the people around you at your new college become your family. And for me at St. Olaf, I never really got that sense of family, of belonging. I wasn't very involved in things, and I was constantly doing schoolwork. There was no Greek life, and very few clubs to participate in. After my first semester, I just kept asking myself, why wasn't I making very many friends? Was there something wrong with me? When I talked to my brother over Christmas break, he asked me if I considered transferring schools, and I just shook it off. That seemed like a last resort for me. There was no way I was going to become that desperate. 
However, by that February, I decided that I had to leave. And I even took college tours back in Kansas over spring break. My top two choices were Baker and the University of Kansas. These two schools were vastly different. One had less than 2,000 students and the other had over 20,000. What was intriguing about KU was that it offered so many different opportunities because it was such a big school. But I also feared that I would be swallowed up by the vastness of it all and the last thing I wanted was to feel isolated once again. What scared me about Baker was that it was even smaller than St. Olaf and if I already felt isolated there, then certainly going to a smaller school wouldn't improve anything. When it came down to it, I decided to do what I thought would be the most comfortable transition. Transferring to a smaller school with a Greek system that wasn't as intimidating or having to adjust to huge class sizes. And as it turns out, I love this small school. It has allowed me to become more involved in activities that I enjoy, such as theater, something that I couldn't participate earlier in St. Olaf. I love being a part of a sorority, another thing I couldn't participate in at St. Olaf, because it introduced me to so many people who are vivacious and outgoing. There are many things that I learned from this experience, and I can definitely tell you that I have grown as a person from this. I have redefined independence because it no longer means that I have to travel far away from my family and friends and survive on my own. I have erased the negative stigma around transfers and the idea of failure. I've come to appreciate the state I've grown up in all my life more than I ever have. Because as a senior, I wanted so desperately to get out of Kansas. And I never even considered applying to any in-state schools. It seems also foolish to me now. Because where you go to college doesn't determine your worth. And how far you are from home doesn't determine how independent you are. You can be perfectly independent and be 45 minutes away from where you grew up. And if anyone out there is struggling with the thought of transferring to another school, most likely it's probably the right thing to do because it was definitely one of the best decisions I've ever made. Choosing to go to St. Olaf might not have been the right decision for me, but I can't change the past. So I took action to have a more enjoyable future. So in the end, there is a lot of pressure on choosing the right college. But if you take anything away from this, it's that A, college is what you make it. And B, if you didn't make the right decision, you can always change it. But from what I can tell on the Baker campus, most everyone is pretty pleased with their decision. I'm Isabel Ashley, a mass media student, and thank you for listening.